The Aggies, the Jazz, the high schools. If it's the sport you care about, we're talking about it. The Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. What's up, everybody? Happy Thursday. Eric Franson, AJ Salveson. 106.9 106.9 FM, 1390 AM, streaming online, 1069thefan.com. So you can also find our past episodes. Uh, or you can find them in wherever podcasts are found. Yeah, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher. I It's so fun to be able to, I don't like listening to myself talk, but it's fun to be able to go back to other shows and listen to them on a long drive or something. But I, you I, like I, listening to me talk then? Is that what you're saying? saying stupid stuff, yeah. We're not being mean to me and bullying me on the radio. Um, hey, this whole Patrick Chung thing you heard, I'm a Patriots guy, right? Uh, he's been caught with cocaine in Borrelli's possession of cocaine. There is rumor that the cocaine was left inside of his house. It was planted? Yeah. It wasn't his? Yeah. So the, the story there is that there was an alarm that tripped. Mm-hmm. And so police came to go check it out. And then they had probable cause to go into the home, which that hasn't been revealed what that was. But while they were there, they found drugs that, yes, are not good. And so it's just kind of a strange thing that's happening just today. Right? Yeah. Uh, he you just know, signed a, a pretty big deal with the, the Patriots. Dude, I don't get it. Like, we can have these great seasons from... September to February, but we just can never have a normal off season. I hate it. I absolutely hate it, dude. It'll be a rain next Wednesday. Uh, but wow. I guess this happened. The, the The charge or the incident happened in June. He was indicted in August, August 8th. Uh, but yeah, there was a what's called a call for service. Um, and so officers... They, uh, it looks like a uh, an alarm tripped, so they went to go check it out. Saw something which gave them what they can say is probable cause to give them to entry into a home without a warrant. And uh, while they're there, hey, what's this white powdery substance? That's uh, not legal. Yeah, so there's there's rumor that it might have been planted. Who I mean, whether it's true or not, I don't know. I mean, just what the frick, though, man. Get some new friends. Put a lock on your house. Figure it out. Gow. So it's going to be hard for him to prove if it's not his then, right? That's what he's trying to say? Yeah, it's he's, he's, yeah, he's in trouble. It doesn't matter. It's still in his house. It doesn't matter. He's still in trouble. Hey, by the way, Taylor Swift album comes out tomorrow. I am excited about this. I'm going to say who else is in trouble is... I think I'm in trouble. Why? What did you do this time? No, I just I think my run of luck is probably you know, run this course. No, don't. Stop it. Knock it off. Well, you've won eight in a row. Don't give me this whole, hey, everybody show pity on me because I won eight in a row. I know I'm just Don't saying. Don't you know I, you're trying to flip the law of averages? It. The sympathy you think from me to you because you won eight in a row. We'll get into that a little bit later on. Dang well, right? We will. 
Uh, Team USA with a nice win over Australia early hours this morning. 106-82? Donovan wasn't great offensively, but really spectacular defensively. Right, did a lot of other things to help his team. So there's been a lot of high praise do, for his game. Do you feel like, okay, so you remember... 13 points and no rebounds. Three assists, two steals, and a block. You remember, so in in on every great team of the Team USA, the have the always had that go-to guy, right? Ninety-two was Jordan. Oh eight, it was Kobe. Twelve, it was LeBron. Sixteen, it was Durant. Twenty, we'll see. But in this FIBA World Cup team, where there is no stars, is it Kemba or Donovan that when you need that bucket, you need a big-time bucket? Are you going to Kemba? Or do you actually have the confidence to be able to go to Mitchell? Well, I think you, so far in the early goings, it's Kemba. Yeah, as it should be, too. As well as he performed against Spain and as well as he performed again. Well, in the second half. In the second half, but still. Uh, and Team USA will face off against Australia again this following, this upcoming Saturday. It'll be early in the morning, 5.30 Eastern. Oh, no, sorry. It was 5.30 Eastern time for this one. Uh, their their next game is uh will be Saturday early morning hour time. Wait, wait, wait. Once what time's game Saturday? Sorry, I'm pulling it up. Oh my gosh, Eric! You close the page and now I have to freaking reload it, don't you? We've really got to work on that. No, I didn't close the. You page. You closed the page. I did not close the page. Yes, you did. It wasn't on the page that I was on. Hey. Why did Justin Johnson unfollow me on Twitter? What did I do? Coach J. Dude. Uh, we're also going to get into, we talked about this uh, Las Vegas betting club that set the, the win totals for different teams in the Mountain West. Uh, the Athletic, they haven't really set win totals, but they've given their predictions for order of finish in the Mountain West. And additionally, they're way too early uh, bowl game predictions. Where do the Utah State Aggies fit into that mix? Uh, they do have them going bowling, but where? So we'll get into that uh, as well uh, coming up today, uh, this hour here on the Full Court Press. Yeah, you're not going to like the uh, thoughts from the athletic. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> uh, so uh, let's uh, let's start with, so we just talked about you know, FIBA World Cup team, uh, Team USA, NBA, ESPN did their win-loss totals for each team. Uh, and they they have the Jazz in fourth with how many wins again? 52. A game ahead of Los Angeles, Lakers, and a game behind the Houston Rockets. So give me your top five. Who's the top five on that list? You have it. Uh, in you the other room. son of a gun. Gosh dang it, Eric. I have to do everything for you. <laughs> I swear. It's just, it's just, I mean, it's just too, it's too easy. All right. All right. No, oh, so they have. I, I can't find it. Oh, there it is. The uh, Houston Rockets were at, uh, what, number three, 53 and 29, a game ahead of the Jazz. The Clippers, a game ahead of them. And uh, really in a tie with the Nuggets, but they have the Nuggets at number one. <clears throat> that surprises me. Yeah. Um, you need to lay off the uh, peanut butter and the M's. 
the Denver Nuggets will not finish first. Okay, you know what? You know what? <clears throat> if the Denver Nuggets finish first in the Western Conference after the end of the regular season, Eric, I will buy you a steak dinner at a place of your choice. Mm. Mark my words. If the Denver Nuggets finish first place, or you know what? No, forget you. Forget you. <laughs> if the Denver Nuggets finish first place in the Western Conference, the first person to approach me in person and say those exact words, they will get a steak dinner if the Denver Nuggets finish first place from me of a place of their choice in April. Wow. So they have to come up to me and say, you said that they finished in first place. Who? Denver Nuggets. At 50, what's the record? 54 and 28. 54 and 28. But here's what's odd. So ESPN put this list together with their win-loss totals for all these teams. Uh-huh. Denver at the number one team in the West. The highest team in the NBA. They have them as the Milwaukee Bucks at 57 wins. And even Philadelphia, they have them projected to have more wins at 55. But when they polled their, the people who participated in this to put this together, they asked them, write down your, your, your three most likely title teams. And they gave them a weighted point total. And they have one through seven listed. There are only seven teams that appeared on, these, on this list of people who put this together. Denver is not even one of those. Yeah. The Jazz are coming at number seven. So they were probably third on one person's list. But the Clippers are number one. But the widest margin. Yeah. I would say. So it surprises me that. Uh, I mean, I get what Denver did last year. They won a lot of games, they didn't make a lot of changes to their roster. But so by. Well, they just added maturity and experience, you'd think this would be right. And they did make one addition uh, that this should be a pretty good team coming back next year. And I'm but not saying that Denver's a bad team. This is a more loaded they're Western not Conference the number than it was one last team. year. They will not be the number one no. team. I, I think Houston finishes ahead of Utah. I think... I don't. Oh, I think, I think Houston's so going to be dude. a train wreck. Oh, I I really hope you're right. I would love to see it. I really honestly they might be a playoff to team, heaven. but they're not a home court. I pray team. that you're right. That'd be so wonderful to watch explode. But I just don't think when you have two guys who are capable of scoring fifty on any given night, terrifies me to death because the Jazz can't stop them. So I had the Jazz finish behind Houston, the Clippers, and out of one more team. Did you have I, the Lakers ahead of them? No, I had Lakers. I had Lakers like at sixth. Portland? Yeah, I think it was Portland, actually. I think the fact of Damian Lillard and CJ McCollum still scares me to death. I had the Pelicans. With a healthy Yusuf Nurkic, that could be a, yeah. still a really, really good team. Yep. And by the way, with Chris Stapps back and... Uh, Luka Doncic? Yeah. Dallas could, should be a dangerous team. They could be an interesting team. team. Like, they have the Spurs at 43-39... and 39. Portland at 47 35. This is from 8 to 1. 49 and 33 are the Golden State Warriors at 6. Fifth, Lakers 51 and 31. 52 and 30 is the Jazz. Yeah, 53 and 29 is Houston. 54 28 is Clippers. And then Nuggets again, same record, but win the tiebreaker. I don't. Clippers are going to win 60 games. I think the Rockets will come close to 60. I think Denver finishes behind Utah at like 7th. 
I think Denver. I still will don't be, think Denver's that great. Uh, uh, I think Denver will be a good team. I just don't think they're going to be the number they one. They got team. beat by Portland, man. Didn't they in the playoffs? Portland. No, beat, Portland beat Oklahoma City. Well, Portland, but then who did they? And then po- Portland faced Golden State in the next round. Who did Denver lose to? Houston. I don't remember, man. No, because Houston knocked off the Jazz. Okay, well then who? I can't even remember who beat Denver. And what round was it? Fine. Oh, jeez. Pulling it up. Here we go again. Oh, fetch. Hold on, everybody. Hold your water. Oh, there it is. Hold on. Oh, that's preseason. Son of a biscuit. They don't have a playoff. Yeah, they do. What? It's not even showing up. I don't know who they played. <laughs> they played somebody and they lost. It sucks. I don't remember who it was. Anyways, uh, but the problem again... I can't even look it up. Hmm. Doesn't matter. what you say? Uh, yeah, I, yeah. So, I, Denver, Denver didn't have a lot of attrition. They didn't trade away major pieces. I get that they've got a lot of experience coming back, and it'll be growing time for them. Uh, Jokic is, is, he really is a great player. But I think just the way that the Jazz match up with them, that I would love to see them in a, in a playoff. But, uh, I just, uh, I think that the moves that the Jazz made are more significant. And so I, th- I see the Jazz as, as higher than Denver in this, this grand scheme of things. Yeah, Portland beat Denver last year. I, I thought so. There. Oh, told you Portland beat Denver. Wouldn't listen to me. Well, because Portland was in the Western Conference Finals. Bingo. With Golden State. Yes. Um, That's right. No, and I... What is the Eastern... I didn't even look at the Eastern Conference either. According to their... This listing? Yeah. Yeah, or, they had... Uh, I'm kind of in, I'm kind Milwaukee of Bucks. in this. Milwaukee Bucks at number one. Okay. Then followed by Philadelphia at number two. Wow. Oh, jeez, okay. Milwaukee with the 57-win team, Philadelphia with a 55-win team. Then there's a then there's a drop-off, Boston oh. at 48. So they have Boston third then. Boston at third, Indiana at fourth, Brooklyn Nets fifth. Holy cow. Toronto, Miami, and Orlando would be your top eight teams. Okay, so I take, Bo- I take Brooklyn and I drop them down to eight. I move... Toronto up one spot. I moved Indiana's better than Boston. I put Indiana above Boston. I wouldn't. Why? Actually, I see Boston pretty appropriate. Third? You lose Kyrie Irving, yeah, but you're bringing Kemba Walker on who can score and distribute, and he's not going to be a cancer guy. And half their starting lineups with Team USA right now. So they're getting great experience together. That's true. So I actually think Boston's going to be a very dangerous team next year. That what um, will hurt them more more than anything is Al Horford being gone, and Ennis Cantor is not a replacement. 
Toronto over under six. They're at six. Is that what you said? They're they're record wise tied with the Nets, but they have Toronto at six. See, there's no way, dude. Brooklyn's going to be worse than that. Brooklyn's not that good. Uh, Brooklyn's an improving team. (laughs) When Kevin Durant returns, Uh, even uh, even before Kyrie and Kevin Durant showed up. They were a they were they, a, they were a playoff D'Angelo. team. Dude, last the only year. reason why they were a playoff team is because of D'Angelo Russell and Dinwiddie and a few other guys. <clears throat> You're gonna say Jared Dudley, weren't you? You're gonna put Jared Dudley on that list? No, but I mean, he didn't hurt him. <laughs> he didn't help him that much either. <laughs> yeah, I don't see Brooklyn being a contender until Durant gets over uh, or yeah, gets over his injury and comes back. Tanking teams in the East, uh, the Knicks, yeah. the Hornets, the Cavaliers, the Wizards. Tanking teams in the West, primarily Phoenix and Memphis. See, they got to do Not a lot of love this. for Oklahoma City. They got to do something. I mean, because the Eastern Conference just loads up for this kind of crap. Cleveland, New York, like, it's got to stop, man. Like, you have to make a roll. You cannot be in the lottery or at least in the top five lottery, two years in a row. That would force teams to have to like do something about it. Because the Knicks being in the lottery back-to-back, and the same thing with the Cavaliers, being in the lottery that many years in a row is starting to become kind of a joke. Well, I think the way that the NBA tweaked the draft lottery this last year... I don't think it helped. It did a little bit, and so I think that it's not such appealing for teams to race to the bottom. Mm. Uh, other publications have put out uh, some similar things as we talked about the other day this uh, betting group in Las Vegas but the other what they predicted to be the win-loss over-under for every team in the Mountain West The Athletic is, uh, is a publication that you have to pay to read their articles uh, but if you have a subscription you can see some of the things that they put out there about their early bowl projections and also their their rankings of the Mountain West uh, their predictions they even do a preseason or what they think the offensive and defensive player of the year are going to be coach of the year so we'll, we'll get into that what they have to say about the Mountain West where does Utah State fit into all of that uh, we'll also get into um, this uh, thing we do every Thursday where I try to lose, but I just keep getting lucky. Uh, we'll see if my luck runs out this We're week, though. We're not playing this week, dude. We We're took the week our off. Pick no, six. we took the week off. I ain't We'd love to it. have you play I'm along as well. I'm not doing it. I'm not playing. Play with somebody else. Six things we think might happen this play week. Play with one of the listeners, dude. And shout out your radio if you would, you would agree with AJ no, just or don't, myself. just call in and play for me. I don't want to play. The Aggies, Jazz, High Schools, even the Pee Wee's T-Ball team. It's the Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio. The Fan. Eric Franson, AJ Salveson, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. Hey, there was a, we've had a chance to talk to Jordan Love about this a few different times. He had that opportunity to go to the Manning Passing Academy over the summer. Only a few select quarterbacks were invited to participate. He was among them. And as you might imagine, it was the Mannings. 
uh, Eli, Peyton, their father, very well-respected quarterbacks, Super Bowl-winning quarterbacks, and uh, they get to work out with them and then do different uh, things about the, the game, learning the game, studying film, becoming better. And it was a good experience for Jordan Love. And uh, apparently, Jordan Love was on Jim Rome, nationally syndicated radio show. Also streams, uh, it's on CBS Sports Network. Um, on some of the things that they, I, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, they uh, simulcast his show. You can watch it. But uh, Jordan Love was on with Jim Rome and talking a little bit about that experience of uh, being able to go out to the uh, Manning Passing Academy and what he learned from that. One of the things that you did in the offseason, Jordan, was you went to the Manning Passing Academy. What was that experience like and what were you able to take away from it? Yeah, it was a great experience uh, just being out there with Peyton, Eli, and then uh, also just all those other college quarterbacks. I mean, it's just great to be around them, those guys. Uh, you learn a lot. Um, I was able to learn a lot from Peyton and Eli just on just how they approach the game and uh, watch film in the offseason and throw with the receivers and stuff like that. So uh, uh, definitely learned a lot from that. Yeah, see, when you think about Peyton Manning, that's one of the first things that always comes to mind, how he watches film, how much film he watched. You know, you've said that since the Academy, you want to increase your knowledge of the game even more. So how much have you changed the way you study film based on what you learned from your time with Peyton? Yeah, just, just from uh, learning how they watch it. Uh, Peyton, he was saying that I mean, he watches every game, every game he's about to, of the opponent that he's about to face. So um, it's definitely just opened my eyes a little bit more to just uh, show me that I could watch more film. And uh, I've been trying to do that uh, so far in Wake Forest, just trying to, trying to watch a little bit more, um, being able to see all the looks that they're going to throw at me. So it's uh, definitely elevated my game. So that's something that he said to us before. Yeah, he's... I feel like he's on that like robotic repeat mode. He's done so many interviews, <laughs> and he's just like, you know, if I just say this, this will get me through. Um, no, it's, it's but that was what he emphasized too for, with us. Oh my is that gosh, he the, did the, the film study and yeah, really doing the homework because and really he's right. Like Peyton Manning, a lot of his preparation came not on the field but in the film room. Like, and the way he, I think Peyton said it one time in an interview, like he would, he would almost memorize formations, go onto the field and be like, oh yeah, on film, I saw that. Yeah. You're going to do this. You're going to do this and you're going to do this. Okay. Well, we're going to counter with this and we're going to score. Sure enough, he would. And I think, uh, I think that's, you know, if Peyton can teach Jordan, I'll call him Joe. If Peyton can teach Jordan those things. Jordan can be able to go to a, go to line of scrimmage and not feel like he hasn't seen something before. Yeah, uh, so cool opportunity for him. Not only to be invited to those the, that that kind of a uh, an event, an opportunity, but also to get that kind of national attention. And he continues to get it. I mean, he, gosh, there was another couple of publications this week that put him on their watch lists. So any offensive watch list out there, Jordan Love is on. Uh, now the question is, can he go out there and perform to deserve to be on those lists? Mm-hmm. And yeah. there's going to be a lot of pressure on him because of some of the changes that happened uh, with the new offensive line. Some of the key wide receiver targets are gone. 
So it's really going to be a lot on him to kind of bring it all back together again and, and keep this thing rolling. More of yeah. it's on his shoulders, whether that's fair or not, that's that's a reality. Well, that's what happens when you're the quarterback, right? If you win, you get the credit. If you lose, you're going to get the blame, and you're going to get every bit of the blame. And that will be the case here, uh, especially for the hype he's got. Now, with that, he also has a tougher schedule than last year. Tennessee Tech's not on your schedule. Uh, New Mexico State is not on your schedule. Um, these San Jose these, State, San Jose State not is not on your schedule. Instead, they're replaced with teams like LSU, Wake Forest, Fresno State on the road, San Diego State on the road, Boise State at home, BYU. So you have to be able to make just, I mean, and Nevada is going to be another good team. So now you have to be able to not only perform, but perform well against really good competition with a humongous, sizable target sitting on your chest. They're coming after you. They want to shut down the Mr. Heisman Award watch list, Manning Award watch list, Maxwell Award watch list, uh, Davey O'Brien watch list. They want to shut you down. So, uh, hopefully they're up for it, especially that offensive line, man. <laughs> especially that offensive line. Yeah, uh, it, it's going to be fun to see what this team looks like in a week from tomorrow. Right? Yeah. Yep. Week from tomorrow. Let's hey, head out to uh, Wake Forest. I really need AJ to call that game by himself so I can go watch the USU game. <laughs> uh, we so that leaps us into the discussion about uh, the Mountain West as a whole. The Athletic is another one of those publications that put together their own lists and who they think is going to win the Mountain West and who's going to be you know doing different things. Uh, in their order of finish in their own divisions. So they're predicting their championship game will be between Boise State and Fresno with Boise State coming out on top. Their offensive player of the year, Cole McDonald at Hawaii. Defensive player of the year, David Woodward at USU. Coach of the year, Jeff Tedford at Fresno State. And the dark horse team is Hawaii. That really surprises me. <laughs> so in the West Division, excuse me, in the Mountain Division, they have Boise State number one, followed by Utah State at number two. And basically, they what they're saying about Utah State is what, Andre, you just indicated. The schedule is much more complicated and more difficult this year than it was a year ago. Still don't think they're right, though. But they're betting on a strong defense, which could really help carry the team. So they have them third, is that right? They'll have Utah State second in the Mountain Division. Yeah. Huh. Uh, Cole McDonald, we're going to find out how good he is with the schedule they got. Speaking of tough schedules, his is laced with Pac-12 teams. So we'll see how good he is. Here's what they had to say about Cole McDonald. Uh, they said that last year he battled injuries all season. Um. I guess he had uh, internal bleeding or he had like a, a tear. Um, so they're saying that he, he as a healthy player will be really, really good and very dangerous. And uh, I guess he strained, not a tear, but he strained his MCL and had internal bleeding in his side. Hmm. 
He was a good quarterback. Oh, yeah. He looked really good. Oh, yeah. He didn't have a lot of support. But he also was prone to throw the ball into places where he shouldn't. Yeah, we figured that out. Some of those throws he made against Utah State, you're like, I think it was, who was it who had the pick? Was it Woodward? I think we had a pick against him. He threw it like right at Woodward. I don't know what he was looking at. And I don't think he was pressured either. He just made a really dumb decision and threw it straight at Woodward's numbers. And I think Woodward was even caught off guard by it. Like, what in the world? Okay. And he threw another call. I mean, he made some weird throws in that game that made you just shake your head. But then he made some great... I'll tell you who looked really good in that game and who made Cole McDonald look good throughout the season is John Ursua, who now plays for the Seattle Seahawks. That guy, by the way, is balling out in Seattle and is going to make that roster. He has been something else. He's a great athlete. Oh, I've enjoyed watching him in preseason. I think he's really impressive. But Cole, I mean, if his line can't give him time... He's going to crap his pants, and he's going to make some really bad throws, and I think that's going to be the case again this year. I I think you're not. I don't think he'll be offensive player of the year. He passed for just under thirty nine hundred yards, thirty six touchdowns, and most of his wide receivers are coming back. Hmm. But intriguing. Yeah, I think he. He is a quarterback that might put himself in dangerous situations too, mm-hmm. trying to keep a play alive. Yeah. Yeah, uh, that could definitely. get him in trouble. Yeah, we don't play them this year, do we? No, I mean, that could have been interesting. So, besides how they ranked the teams, by the way, they're they're uh, not very high on Bob Davey. They think he probably is on the hottest coaching seat in America. He should have been gone a year ago, if not yes. earlier. Yes, there's than been that. a lot of controversy there. Yeah, with some of his personal things that he's been doing and with players. Yikes! I don't know how he still has a job, man. It's amazing. But they also put out their way too early bold predictions. Oh, jeez. And as we already indicated, they think that Boise State will beat Fresno in the uh, Mountain West Conference Championship game. Which would send to Las Vegas, so though, right? So that has them in Las Vegas. They actually have them paired against USC. Mm. Which could be interesting. I'd be okay with that matchup. Uh, they have Fresno going to the Cheez-It Bowl. That's in Tempe, Arizona. Yeah. Facing okay off bowl. against Stanford. That that's an, I'd be okay with that matchup. That would be interesting. I'd be okay with that. But the Utah State Aggies, who could be the number three or number four team, depending on how this plays out, as they're predicting, they have them going to... Please don't tell me they're going to... No. January 3rd. No! Idaho Potato Bowl! No! Please, no! 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 Send me to New Mexico. Send me to Arizona. Do not. I swear. Do Boise not. Boise in January third. Who? How exciting is that? Who? They have Utah State going no, to that our bowl opponent. game. Oh, the opponent, uh, NIU. So that's uh, oh, Northern Illinois. Illinois. San Diego State, no which way. is probably the number two team in the West Division. I'd much rather take where they're going. They have them projected to go to the Armed Forces Bowl in Fort Send Worth, Texas, there. on January fourth. Versus who? Minnesota. Oh my gosh. Wait a minute. So we'd finish in third and have to go to Idaho? <laughs> and then they send San Diego State to play Minnesota? Yeah, in Fort Worth, Texas. 
Who is a recruiting hotbed? Okay. Uh, anybody else from Mount West make a bowl game? So Nevada. Oh. They have them going to the New Mexico Bowl. Good for them. Scoring off against Louisiana Tech. And they have Hawaii at their own bowl game uh, against Tulane on Christmas Eve. Hmm. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. If Hawaii's playing in their own bowl on Christmas Eve, where do they have BYU going? Actually, I left one out. They also have Wyoming going. So that would be seven teams of the Mountain West. So then that eliminates and Wyoming an going to the Arizona spot. Bowl. Well, uh, then that, that eliminates an independent spot then. Yes. That's correct. So according to the athletic, BYU does not go bowling. <laughs> <laughs> hey, they do not have a place oh, for BYU. Good for them. So where do they have Utah? Utah, uh, they have high hopes for Utah. I, they have I Utah imagine. going to the uh, the the Rose Bowl in so Pasadena. They haven't won in the Pac-12 championship. Who do they play? Ohio Penn State. State. Who? Penn State. Penn State, huh? Not Michigan or Ohio State, Penn State. So then, wait a minute. What does the college football playoff look like? So uh, let's see. So the here's the the New Year's Six Bowls. They're saying Clemson would be number one, scoring off against Oklahoma, number okay. four. And then at the Fiesta Bowl, it would be Georgia, number two, versus Alabama, who would be number three. Where do they have Ohio State and Michigan going in this? Ohio State would be in the Orange Bowl against Syracuse. Oh, jeez. And you said Michigan? They have Michigan going up against Washington in the Holiday Bowl in San Diego. That's going to get Jim Harbaugh fired. That's going to get him canned. There's no way Michigan would do it. Oh, my heavens. So no they're joke. saying that they would be a, a fourth, the fourth team out of the Big Ten. Hmm. 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 Wow. Yeah. BYU going, huh? No. Because remember, I, no BYU. And correct me if I'm wrong, Eric. Six and six doesn't guarantee you a bowl game. It only qualifies you to be an entry into a bowl. It only makes you bowl eligible. Doesn't mean you're guaranteed anything, correct? <laughs> Man, and the Mountain no. West has done some things because they they that's the advantage of having a conference because you have a conference commissioner yeah. and others in that office that can go to bat for you. Yeah. And the Mountain West had a team get left out last year. God, by, for BYU and the Idaho, man, that still bugs me. And so the Mountain West has tried to do some things here since then to guarantee that if you are bowl eligible and you're in the Mountain West. You have a tie-in. You have somewhere to go. Hmm. But again, this is according to The Athletic. They put it together. Stuart Mandel going through all the different bowl games. Considerations of where these uh, teams might finish. And he has Utah State going to the famous Idaho Potato Bowl on January 3rd. Swear. Facing off against Northern Illinois. Yeah, I swear if that happens. 
What a horrible day for that bowl game. I think that some people, especially national pundits, I think they see the geographic location and think, oh, sure, Utah State yeah. fans yeah. Will, will love that because it's, it's so close. I don't know that it's always the case. It's, it's not the case. It was early on. Sure, it was When Utah fun. State started to become a bowl team, sure, it, was it was great. Yeah, it was, it was a great place. Fans could drive up there, yep. and it was great attendance, and it was exciting. But after the doing it a couple of times, just gets, it's like it's uh, redundant. It's can, can't we go somewhere else? Yeah. Can we do something different? Boise in January does not sound very fun. Fort Worth in January... That could be something entirely different. All right, coming up next here on the Full Court Press, six things we think might happen this weekend. I'm just going to put it that way. Six things we think might happen. And we'll weigh in on what we think, how it might take place. Invite you to play you along know, as well. I'm just going to purposely try and lose. Maybe that'll help you win. I know, that's why I'm going to do it. Watch. Go against, watch, go watch, against your gut. Yeah, watch what some of my pick six are going to be. You're going to like this edition. You're going to love it. I can't breathe. All right, that's coming up next here in the Full Court Press. It's the Full Court Press. Weekday afternoons from 4 to 6 on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. Eric Franson, AJ Salveson. It's a full court press. Streaming online, 1069thefan.com. That's where you can also find the links to participate in our Preps Pick'em Contest presented by Locker42 in the Logo Shop. And uh, you go select the teams you think are going to win. And there's the, the bonus question. So if you, you did your, your selections earlier in the week, you might want to log back on because there is the bonus game where you pick the score. It's kind of used, used as a bit of a tiebreaker, but you select what you think the score is going to be between Bear River and Box Elder. So hop on there and check that out. Create your account. If you logged in and, or if you participated with us in the spring in our college basketball uh, pick'em tournament, then just use that same username and, and password and you can get in. But uh, new prizes every week, and this week it's $200 to Cash Valley uh, Auto Care for oil changes. Really a nice prize there for whoever gets the highest score after week two. So let's get into the, the six things we think might happen this week. Oh, Since Ajay has kind of an emotional reaction, if I use any other way to describe Someone else play. Someone call in right now. It's 435 Four three five seven five two one zero six nine. Someone else come play Eric, and if should you we have in, we should have guest pickers sometime. I know that's what I told you that at the very first of this dang thing, and you said, "Well, let's see how it goes first. So you can freaking just wallop me for eight straight weeks. Okay, now that you've done it, let's shut it down. Let's let's. Hey, someone calling right now. Seriously, please four three five seven five two one zero six nine. Call right now. And pick three things of over-under lines, and then you can play Eric. And if you lose, you owe Eric some. If you win, <laughs> Eric owes you something. They will not owe us 
any of us yeah, anything. If, I'm not paying up for them freaking being crappy at their no, game. If you're going to defer to have someone pick for you, I don't have to play for them. Or for me. No. We still have to come up with. No. Then we have to be more. More what? Selective of who we may choose in our stead. No. If someone, if Ryan Bohm, Ryan Bohm, if you're listening, calling right now, 435, somebody, somebody right now. In fact, I think there's somebody calling. 435-752-1069. Yep. They're, now? No. Anybody? Nope. Not now. Okay. Well, while you're reading off your lines, look at the phone. Still not. You can see it blinking if it's calling in. Four three five ten five two one zero six nine. Calling right now, please. Don't let Aj off the hook, please. So, six things we think might happen this week. Uh, all right, I'm I'm ready. Do you have yours? Yes. Are you go. ready? Yes. Sure. Whatever. Someone calling four three five ten five two one zero six nine. Calling right now. Okay, Aj, you go first. No. You don't have yours ready. You don't even have anything prepared, do you? <sighs> Yeah, I do. How do you know? How do you know? Because I just asked you to give yours, and you're just sitting over there like you. I want to somebody to call in and play for me, so I don't have to play, so they can owe you a treat. Four three five seven five two one zero six nine. Call in and play the game. Is there anybody calling? No. Dang it! Guess never they don't want to let you. you the they're not calling because they don't want to let you off the hook. Never come through for me ever. Fine. Okay. Here we go. Cole McDonald on Saturday. 325 passing yards and a half, over under. <laughs> How many passing yards? 325 and a half passing yards, over under. 325 passing yards and a half. And no, yeah. No, stop it. That's not what I said. That's what you said. No. Okay, well, I missaid it. In the game? Yes, I just said 325 and a half passing yards versus Arizona. Oh, 325 and a half. You fetch. I thought you said in a half. No way. Yeah, well, it's in a half. Like in the first half and the second half? Okay. It's your turn. Wait, we haven't said. Um, let's see, 325 and a half. They're playing Arizona. In a game. In the game against Arizona on Saturday, three hundred twenty-five and a half in a game versus Arizona. You're gonna, you're gonna totally just reword this and twist no, it so it I'm goes against tr- I'm me. I'm trying to write you it as cheater. you are saying you it. Make sure I get it right. You son of a gun! I'm gonna take the. Over. I ain't playing this game. I don't want to play anymore. I'm taking the over. Oh well, good for you. I'm taking the over too. Okay, Donovan Mitchell. Yes. <laughs> 15 and a half points on Saturday versus Australia over or under. I'm going to take the under. I'm going to take the under. <laughs> okay, what's your third one? <laughs> no, I need to make up one. Um, oh, oh, I got one. Eric Franson, three and a half wins and pick six over or under. What does that even mean? So you win three and a half. Three and a half. Over three, under. three and a half of the six things? Yeah. <sighs> three and a half. Three and a half wins. It makes sense. I'm going to take the under. I'm going to take the under. You're just copying me. <laughs> 
This game isn't fun anymore. <laughs> okay. It used to be fun when I was winning. All right, Team USA, Team Assists okay. versus Australia. Okay. 18 and a half. What are you taking? I'm not telling you until you say first. Uh, I'll take the over. I'll take the under. <laughs> what? Don't try to don't try to throw Ben, ben Roethlisberger yards. You fetch. At the Titans on Sunday. 81 and a half. Under. And go over. You're you're such a fetch. I hate you. I hate you. The Battle of the Sky this Friday. <laughs> Skyview at Sky Ridge. The Battle of the Sky. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Bobcats by three and a half. New Bold, if you're listening, you got your opening intro. <laughs> Wait, what was the line again for what? Bobcats by three and a half. Skyview at Skyridge. Under. Skyview by three and a half. Under. I'm going to take the over. I hate you so badly. What? You, oh, don't tell. You know exactly you're what you're doing. You're just copying everything no, I do. You're just, no. You're throwing it. Cole McDonald bitch. passing yards against Arizona this weekend. 32, or 325 and a half yards. We both took the over. Donovan Mitchell at 15 and a half, 15 and a half points under. I will get three and a half wins this week under. Team USA team assists versus Australia at 18 and a half. I went under, you went over. Ben Roethlisberger yards at the Titans at 81 and a half. I went over, you went under. And Skyview at Skyridge, Bobcats by three and a half. You went under and I went over. That's our pick six. We'll post it online on our on the uh, 106.9 The Fan Facebook page. You can see it. Vote on it. Also share it on our personal Twitter accounts as well and share your thoughts. How would you vote? That's always fun. We Please do that. We think it's fun to see if uh, you agree or disagree with us and why. So please do that. We'll be sharing it online here right after the show. Uh, some final thoughts coming up next here on the Full Court I'm Press. I'm so depressed. It doesn't matter who you root for. The Full Court Press has all the high school sports covered. The Full Court Press. Connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, and online at 1069thefan.com. Welcome back to the Full Court Press. Last little bit with you before we hand it off. Uh, the Packers and the Raiders are in an exhibition game going on tonight. Starts here shortly. Games in Winnipeg, which that's cool, right? To take the game in other unique places. We've talked about that in other sports. But this is this is in a, they'll be playing it on a shortened field because they're patching some of the turf in the end zone. Uh, also, the Packers have announced that no starters are going to play. So it could be maybe a little more pointless game than originally thought it was going to be. Uh, the high school football games continue tomorrow. Uh, it picks up again, Bear River at Box Elder, Skyviews at Sky Ridge, Green Canyons at Bonneville, Logan hosting Stansbury, Riverhawks at Cypress, and Mountain Crest hosting Wasatch. We'll go through it all again tomorrow, how you can follow all the teams and listen to them wherever there are, wherever you are. And you'll have it all for you tomorrow right here on the Full Court Press on 106.9 and 1390 AM, The Fan.